Item number, SCP-3115. Object class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-3115 is to be locked inside a standard item storage locker at site. This locker is to be placed centrally within a containment cell measuring 5 meters squared and secured to the floor with standard steel bolts. The cell is to be lined with soundproofing material with an STC sound transmission class rating of greater than 60. At no time should the USB of SCP-3115 be inserted into an electronic device except for the purpose of an approved test. All tests must be approved by no fewer than two level 4 personnel stationed at site and the on-site medics department. Testing has been suspended pending post-incident review by order of the Department of Security. See Incident Report IR-3115-A for further updates. Researchers wishing to observe testing with SCP-3115 may do so only with the aid of a video feed. No audio transmissions are permitted to leave the containment chamber whilst testing is in progress, due to the risk of a contamination breach. See Test Log. Description. SCP-3115 is a set of standard audio headphones, consistent with those manufactured in the early 21st century. The headphones contain no external markings and show signs of slight use. The headphone portion of SCP-3115 is plugged in with a standard double-ended USB cable which was present with SCP-3115 at acquisition. When connected to an electronic device via the USB connector, SCP-3115 will begin to play audio snippets from various radio stations from around the world. Testing has confirmed that the radio broadcasts from SCP-3115 match that which the particular stations it is tuned into broadcasting at the time. To date, no technology capable of receiving said signals have been found in or on SCP-3115 and its means of receiving these signals is unknown. SCP-3115's anomalous effect manifests when a human being places the headphones over their ears and connects SCP-3115's USB to any electronic device. The device's ability to transmute audio data appears to be irrelevant. SCP-3115's anomalous properties would manifest even if connected to a USB-compatible charger. When a human subject places SCP-3115 over their ears, a noticeable change in audio output will occur. The subject will continue to hear broadcasts from random radio stations. However, all talking, singing, and other vocalizations will now be narrated by an unknown male-sounding entity known as SCP-3115-A. SCP-3115-A is described as talking in a formal English accent and having seemingly jovial tone. SCP-3115-A will continue to narrate and sing all content broadcasted from the radio stations currently being broadcasted by SCP-3115 in real time for approximately 15 minutes of use. SCP-3115-A will continue to narrate broadcast audio after 15 minutes of SCP-3115 being worn by a human subject. However, this will now include additions to the standard broadcast. The anomalous effects of SCP-3115 cease when the headphones are removed from a human subject and the voice of the transmission will return to that of the DJ or artist. Accessing Level 4 Clearance Addendum 3115-1 After 15 minutes have elapsed with the human subject listening to SCP-3115-A, SCP-3115 will make additions to the standard broadcast. SCP-3115-A will, at random, appear to say words, phrases, and describe abstract concepts. 
which almost always without exception proved to be cognitohazardous to human subjects while listening. Subjects which are exposed to the cognitohazardous vocalizations of SCP-3115-A will begin to display symptoms immediately. Symptoms increase drastically depending on the amount of vocalizations heard. Once the original 15 minutes has elapsed, there appear to be no correlation to the frequency of further additions. Number of additions heard. 1. Effect on subject. Subject experiences visual hallucinations of varying content and severity. A consistent theme appears to be the perception of a humanoid entity standing within the room that they are currently located in. Subjects will perceive the audio being outputted by SCP-3115 as coming from this entity. Subjects universally report the early stages of a migraine at this stage. Number of additions heard. 2 to 4. Effect on subject. Subject experiences symptoms from previous additions. Subject also reports the apparent inability to remove SCP-3115 from their head or unplugging it from the electronic device. Physical intervention at this stage in removing SCP-3115 from the head at the subject will cause the symptoms to abate within one hour. Number of additions heard. 3 to 5. Effect on subject. Subject experiences symptoms from previous additions. Subject also reports seeing symbols on the walls, floor, and ceiling of an unknown language. These symbols cause extreme pain in those who observe them, and are capable of causing the subject to lose consciousness. Number of additions heard. Six or more. Effect on subject. Subjects expire within seconds of hearing the sixth addition. Prior to expiration, subjects begin to involuntarily vocalize the cognitohazard additions that they've heard so far. This is capable of spreading the cognitohazard to further individuals. Given the rapid vocalizations at the subject of this stage, the propagation of the hazard is extremely fast, and further infection of individuals will enter the later stages of the infection within moments. Addendum 3115-02 Notes on Acquisition SCP-3115 was acquired by the Foundation in 2006 when the object was discovered sitting on the approach road to Site-19 by researcher staff on their way to work. A review of the CCTV footage from around Site-19 shows an unknown male walking to the middle of the approach road from around the surrounding woodlands before placing SCP-3115 down at the tarmac. CCTV from inside the wooded area where the male appeared does not show the male or any other traces of human life within the area, and no breaches of our outer perimeter fence were discovered. The male disappeared back into the woods moments after the personnel discovered this item. Note from researcher Katash. An excerpt from the CCTV footage captured at the acquisition of SCP-3115 was shown to D-88743 prior to his termination. He has confirmed my suspicions that the mail that delivered the SCP to us matches the description of SCP-3115-A. Given that SCP-3115-A is likely a real individual, and more than likely the creator of SCP-3115, his capture and interrogation are of high priority. We need to know this guy's motives. After all, we could have just brought a memetic weapon straight into our facilities. Recommended improved screening of all such deliveries in the future. Researcher Katash. Test 3115-1. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Subject. D-88743. Procedure. D-88743 is directed to enter the containment chamber and plug SCP-3115 into the provided USB portable power pack and remain within the chamber for five minutes. D-88743 is not directed to wear SCP-3115. Results D-88743 follows instructions and reports faintly hearing a broadcast consistent with BBC Radio 1's morning show coming from SCP-3115. Note, D-88743 is near to SCP-3115, but is not wearing it. D-88743 disconnects SCP-3115 from the power pack and exits the chamber without incident. Analysis Site is shielded from all outside broadcasts. Audio output is later confirmed to be consistent with BBC Radio 1. However, the means of which SCP-3115 has detected this signal is unknown. Test 3115-2 Subject D-88743 Procedure D-88743 is directed to enter the containment chamber and plug SCP-3115 into a provided USB portable power pack. D-88743 is instructed to wear SCP-3115. D-88743 is permitted to leave the chamber after 5 minutes as per previous test. Results D-88743 follows instructions exactly. Upon wearing SCP-3115, D-88743 removes SCP-3115, stating surprise at hearing SCP-3115-A instead of the standard broadcast. D-88743 is instructed to place SCP-3115 on his head again, which he does without argument. After five minutes have elapsed, D-88743 unplugs SCP-3115, removes it from his head, and leaves the containment chamber. Analysis Audio output matches that of WKCS-FM. D-88743 is placed in an observation for one week following the test, but no negative effects are observed. D-88743 expresses reluctancy to partake in further testing, claiming that the voice of SCP-3115-A unnerved him. Test 3115-3 Subject D-88743 Procedure D-88743 is instructed to follow procedures per Test 3115-2, however is instructed to remain within the containment chamber wearing SCP-3115 for 16 minutes. Results. Upon passing the 15-minute mark, D-88743 stands and appears panicked. D-88743 asks researcher staff how that guy was able to get into the room without using the only door, which was locked as part of testing procedures. Upon passing the 16-minute mark, D-88743 leaves the containment chamber complaining of a headache. Analysis. D-88743 reports seeing a manifestation of SCP-3115-A. D-88743 is extremely paranoid following the test and has shown an aversion to wearing any form of headphones again. D-88743 was treated with medical bay for a migraine and was placed under observation. 
During this time, D-88743 spoke aloud the cognitohazard phrase he had heard from SCP-3115-A, exposing a member of the medical staff to a stage 1 infection. Class A amnestics provided effective in neutralizing the infection in both persons. D-88743 is terminated as per standard D-class protocols at the end of the month. Test 3115-4 Subject D-4452 Procedure D-4452 is instructed to follow procedures per Test 3115-2, however is instructed to remain within the containment chamber wearing SCP-3115 until instructed otherwise. Results D-4452 follows instructions exactly. D-4452 expresses similar symptoms to D-88743 after the 15-minute mark. At 23 minutes and 6 seconds following activation of SCP-3115, D-4452 begins convulsing in his seat and speaking unintelligibly, now believed to be in stage 6 infection. D-4252 rapidly begins vocalizing cognitohazardous phrases before expiring. During this test, five research staff were observing this test using both audio and visual feed. All five personnel were infected immediately with stage 6 infection on hearing the cognitohazard. This quickly spread to the security personnel stationed outside. A containment breach was declared and all personnel removed from within earshot of infected persons. SCP-3115 was removed from D-4452's head with the assistance of researcher Tan, who is declared medically deaf. Post-mortem examination of the infected personnel deduced that the cause of the death was cardiac arrest. Analysis This test caused a site-wide containment breach to be declared. A follow-up investigation has led to the current containment procedures. Testing has been indefinitely suspended, pending a review of the Department of Internal Security. Incident Report Incident Report IR-3115-A On the 4th of April, 2017, SCP-3115 underwent its first site-wide containment breach since containment was first established. This item has been considered relatively safe by researcher staff given its manageable anomalous properties, and as such, major liberties were taken in the containment of SCP-3115, resulting in less than safe conditions. At 0420 hours on the 4th of April, 2017, five members of the Department of Research at site commenced test 3115-4. This test was sanctioned by the site memetics department in accordance with the foundation policy and conformed to all containment procedures hitherfore established. All personnel involved were experienced researchers with a variety of backgrounds in science, and this was the fourth such test that the team had undertaken with SCP-3115. The experiment required the use of one D-class personnel designated D-4452. The aim of the test was to establish the effects of prolonged exposure to anomalous properties of SCP-3115 on human test subjects and subsequent effectiveness of Class A amnestics on said subjects. Prior to this test, no test subject had been exposed to the anomalous properties of SCP-3115 for more than 16 minutes. At the time, the containment chamber was structurally sound with soundproofing remaining at 100% effectiveness through the test cell. The test cell was fitted with three standard HD CCTV cameras provided for a standard of all angles of the room, which could be switched on and off by the personnel in the observation booth. At the commencement of the test, all cameras and microphones were activated by researcher staff to document and monitor the test as it progressed. 
As per standard protocol for testing SCP-3115, all microphones were altered to only pick up loud and deliberate sounds in the room, as to prevent accidental recording of SCP-3115's anomalous audio. At 23 minutes and 6 seconds after the commencement of the test, D-4452 began exhibiting symptoms of stage 6 infection. D-4452 convulsed in an apparent epileptic fit for 1 minute and 32 seconds, falling from his chair in the progress. It has been found that the research staff had made several errors at the commencement of stage 6 infection. At the time that D-4452 entered the advanced stage, audio recording was disabled on the microphones. In an attempt to communicate with D-4452 to inquire as his well-being and in order to gather more information on the current exposure, one of the researchers activated the microphones on the camera. A two-way communication was then opened, which exposed all five personnel in the observation booth to immediate stage 6 infection of SCP-3115. The observation booth itself was not soundproofed as it was outside of SCP-3115's containment chamber. Due to the volume of the research's subsequent vocalizations, the sound permeated through the gaps in the floor frame and exposed two security guards stationed outside. Their vocalizations were then picked up on CCTV cameras in the hallway which transmitted the infection to camera control operators in the Site Security Command Center. The infection was then spread through a small portion of the facility before the event was witnessed by a member of the staff with a non-audio CCTV camera. This staff member then activated the site containment breach alarm and established contact with security stationed outside of the containment wing. At this time, the site's computer mainframe underwent an automatic assurance assessment of the situation and updated the site director, informing him that the containment breach did not meet the required parameter for detonation of on-site warheads. A further error in containment then occurred whereby further security personnel entered the containment wing in order to re-establish containment further spreading the infection to those personnel. Site records indicate that proper safe working protocols were not followed by staff at the site during the containment breach. Standard operating procedures for an auditory anomalous undergoing containment breach states that Mobile Task Force EDA-11 must be informed immediately. This procedure was not followed, and MTF EDA-11 were not informed until 14 minutes and 44 seconds after the activation of the containment breach alarm. It is fortunate that site was home to personnel who were medically declared deaf. Researcher Tan, in this case, had no previous experience working with SCP-3115 and was employed in a primary back office role. Notably, Researcher Tan only holds level 1 security clearance as a newer member of the staff and was not authorized to the information of the nature of SCP-3115 or even to enter the containment wing. This breach of protocol was referred to by the Department of Internal Security. Researcher Tan was able to successfully remove SCP-3115 from the head of D-4452 and eject the USB from the socket, terminating the anomalous properties of SCP-3115. Using a decibel reader, Researcher Tan then confirmed that all personnel affected by SCP-3115 had expired prior to signaling the all-clear. Standard site operation resumed at 1340 hours that next day. The incident resulted in the following casualties. 1 D-Class Personnel 12 Research Personnel 10 Security Personnel 3 Clerical Personnel 1 Janitorial Personnel The details of this report have been forwarded to the Committee for Post-Incident Analysis Mobile Task Force, EDA-11, for their comment and endorsement. I await their response before submitting my findings to the Department of Administration in a post-incident review.
Colonel H. Briggs, Incident Review Bureau, Department of Security.